Okay. Welcome back to another edition or is that what we say? We can, yeah. <laughs> Episode. I don't know what this is. Of the I see you God podcast slash video. I know it is a podcast, podcast, yeah. video, all the things. Um, have we even mentioned that, Jenny? What like, that we're gonna do video? That it all this is also we if haven't. people are listening, yeah. If people are listening, we're also we're also gonna be uploading these on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able we're we're looking at each other right yes. now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you can come and look at us too. We can all hang out. With our hats and hoops today. Yes, hats and hoops. That's the saying, Mayor. Hats and hoops. If you don't know what to wear, hats and hoops. Always. Oh, it's just like I'm going for it. But both of us, this is probably TMI, but we were both like, I'm so glad that we can't actually smell each other. I know for real. Because <laughs> we've both been outside and we've both been doing things. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, Mayor and I go slap from, a hat on it. Yeah. Working out, sweating, being outside. This is just the reality reality put on hats and hoops okay <laughs> i love it it's my new saying yeah thank you okay um so yes we're back and um today i'm gonna start us off with an elizabeth elliott quote and scripture from her devotional we're still this is what we're doing going through our i have mine has a sticker on it it upsets me i can't get it off anyway mm-hmm. a heart for god daily devotional Um, and the one that I'm reading from today, so the first part is, is her words and then there's scripture underneath. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it and we're going to start talking about it. Love sums up all other commands. The one who loves knows better than anyone else, how to conduct himself, how to serve the one he loves. Love prescribes an answer in a given situation as no mere rule can do. I love that. Mm. Uh, and then the scripture she has here is from Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then and this uh, versions of this scripture are seen more than once throughout the scripture. Um, we were just talking beforehand and Jenny pointed out where it was mentioned in Deuteronomy. That was probably the first place I reckon. (laughs) That's my word. (laughs) I reckon. (laughs) You might say, I suppose. Uh Um, (laughs) Anyway, and then, and then also I was just reading a couple days ago before. So two days before this devotion and our, we do a daily scripture writing in Galatians 5, 13 through 15, And I'll read that really quick for you were called to freedom brothers only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, serve one another for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. And that was Paul talking to the Galatians. So they're all kind of different contexts. Matthew is where uh, we were just talking. Jenny was talking about this beforehand too, or. Jesus was talking to the Sadducees. Um, those were like the the elite in that time, and um, like the yeah, you might could explain it better. But um, anyway, were, the Sadducees were the religious sect of the financial and social elite of Jerusalem. So right. 
it, they were questioning Jesus here in Matthew 22 and, you know, trying to always kind of put him in a corner, you know, like, right. Right. And, and trying to prove him, him wrong. So, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Test him. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I, so it was like, I, I had that scripture reading and then, and it was very convicting to me because I even remember I talked to you about it <laughs> that day. I was like, this was the day's reading and I was very convicted. And then two days later, it shows up again. And I feel like God keeps doing that. He's really good at like putting things in front of me that he wants me to focus on. And like we were, we should have been pre-recording because <laughs> we were just talking through this a little bit, but she's like, you know, this scripture is so deep. Um we could really talk about it forever and ever and like mull on it and chew on it and think on it. And, and that's not bad. And maybe that's what we should do really on a daily basis is go back to this, this one thing. And I've thought about it from several different points of view um, as far, as far as like um, me being a, I kind of grew up, well, I'm kind of, I guess I would really be considered a recovering like people pleaser and also rule follower for so many years. Like I, that was, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church and I wasn't, it wasn't like fundamental Baptist. It wasn't like major legalism necessarily, but there was, you know, I grew up in Sunday school and the, with the felt boards and the 10 commandments, <laughs> you me know? too, me right? too. Yes. It's just like mm-hmm. all that just gets ingrained in you. And it's like all these rules and rules and rules and rules. And I always tried to be such a good rule follower. And then there came a time in my life where I was absolutely not. And it was devastating. <laughs> um, it was devastating to the disappointment for my family. And I was thinking about that with kind of with God too, you know, like um, if we feel like we always have to kind of like perform or measure up a certain way and be a certain way. And really it all stems back to just love, loving God. Like it just all comes back to a love for God. And Mm -hmm. out of that, everything else is going to, is going to fall into place. Um, and I was, so what was so convicting for me the other day when I started thinking about this was, you know, the fact that I do have a really hard time at times loving other people, mm-hmm. even people very close to my own family, right? My husband and even my children some days. I mean, there's conflict and there's struggle. And it was like, it was like, if I just, if I... I don't, I feel like I'm not loving God. If I loved God the way that I should, everything else would fall into place and I wouldn't struggle and all these, I wouldn't struggle to love the way that I need to. And, um, that's what was very convicting for me. And, um, you know, I think too, when we go back and we think about rules and I was just, this popped in my head earlier today, thinking about like that, the golden rule that we always talk about the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Well, we have no control over how others respond to us, right? We only have control over how we respond. Mm -hmm. And so if we're rooting everything out of a love for God, we're going to always respond. It's not going to matter how other people respond to us or how they treat us because we're going to respond the way that we need to. And and be able to just deal with it and let, let things go that we tend to hold on to. And, um, you know, I think this one role, this one golden rule of God to love really trumps everything else. What, what do you think so. though keeps us like, what are some hindrances that keep us from 
loving God with what did it, what did we say before? So the, the cool thing about that verse from Deuteronomy, it was saying, um, the Jewish people were commanded to repeat this twice daily by the faithful Jews. And it encapsulates the idea of total devotion to God. And we all want that like overflowing devotion, but it was, you know, through their heart, soul, and mind. Mind. So Mm -hmm. all three, but what do you think, you know, we read that we're like, yes, we've probably you and me both being, I was raised Southern Baptist too, with the felt boards. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we've heard this so many times mm-hmm. and we're like, yes, but what do you I mean? Think? It makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, why would it be so, I was thinking about it too. Like, why would it be so hard mm-hmm. to love God who yeah. has given us everything? Like, there's no, why would we not love him? Yeah. But we don't, like yeah. we don't. What do you, obviously. what do you think that, what do you think the hindrances are though? Oh, you gosh. know, because I'm sure I'm it's sure a roller coaster like, for all of I mean, us. There's times where we are very devoted and loving God. And then there's times where we we drift, you know, I mean, and, one of the biggest I mean, one of my biggest struggles, I think, and I think a lot of people is like pride, mm-hmm. pride. You know, I let that creep in so often. And so it affects literally every <laughs> every corner of my life at times. And so if I'm struggling with that. I'm not going to be able to love him fully. Yeah. I think it that's huge. And pride is like the root of almost all sin. If right. You come, if you, you know, yeah. peel back the layers, you're going to end up at pride, self-sufficiency. But mm. when you're reading that, I was just thinking, you know, for Jake and I, we went through a time where I think both of us wanted out of the marriage so bad. It was such a tumultuous time. Mm. And as we were going through counseling, I realized and I wouldn't have said this out loud, but I realized I had been expecting Jake to be what God is supposed to be. Mm. And you end up loving people with this very selfish love. Like I'm loving you, but you need to be also loving me back. But it's like, God proceeds that with it. Love me first. You will be mm. so filled and not disappointed in that love with me mm. yes. that you will then get to love your neighbor in a way that they don't need to respond in a certain way because you're so filled up with me that you can freely love without this expectation of you need to love me this way. I expect you to be this, this, and this, you know, how we end up, which isn't love at all, but he's like, the reason I'm telling you love me first, because you're going to be so satisfied in that, that then you get to turn and, and love everybody else in your life. And it's a, it's, you know, the love from first Corinthians 13, but you won't have that love without loving God first, because in that there's also, I mean, we can never love God the way he loves us. Like that's right. not going to happen, but in that relationship and loving him, which love would be, you know, spending a lot of time with him again, like we've right. talked about this before, when we're spending mm-hmm. time with him, we are literally being changed. It is impossible for right. us to be in the presence of God and not be changed. And then we get to right. turn and, and all of a sudden we're loving the people in our life in a, in a good way, you right. know, not in the selfish way. So he, of course, he knows exactly what we need. That's why it's, mm-hmm. a, it's not, he's like, you need me first, love me first. And then mm-hmm. this rest of it's going to be actually quite easy, but it, it, it's, it's me and you first, you know? I love that. I love how you were saying that like the imagery of like filling ourselves with God and then being able to pour 
him out. Like that's how it works and not expecting to be filled by other people. Cause mm-hmm. they're never, like you say, no. like they're never going to meet those expectations. If they do it once, they're not going to do it the next time yeah. if they do it today. They're not tomorrow. And mm-hmm. when we, when we set our, our goals and our expectations on them, they're always, they're, they're always going to let us down. Mm-hmm. Just and like we are always. Yes, gonna yeah. And we're going to let down. everybody else down. So, right. and it's but meant God to never be does. that way. Yeah. 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 It's meant to be. And then we end up saying we're loving people, but it's a very selfish, you know, I was just mm-hmm. looking at the first Corinthians 13 love is patient. It's kind. It does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant. It's not rude. It doesn't insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. Dang. It does not rejoice <laughs> at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. It believes all things, it hopes all things, endures all things, love never ends. The only way that any of us can tap into that love at all, even remotely, is by being in the presence of God. And the only way we are in the presence of God is by loving him. So we're with him because we love him. It's like this effect. We'll never be perfect at it by any means, but we don't we don't have a hope at all without without the first part. Mm-hmm. And the quote, I'm going to go back to the quote. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I love her quote so much. I'm just going to read it again. Love sums up all other commands. The one who loves knows better than anyone else how to conduct himself, how to serve the one he loves. Love prescribes an answer in a given situation as no mere rule can do. Again, it's, She's saying, you know, love is also going to be our leader, our shepherd in the midst of life, Mm -hmm. the answer for life. So love is so many things. It's not just, it's not being a doormat. It's not being a people pleaser. It's not loving so we can use people or get something. Mm -hmm. But the only way we're going to know that again is by first love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. That means there's not a ton of room for us to be loving <laughs> other things. Oh uh, yeah. Which is also yeah. convicting. Yeah. Not just which, people, but things. Yeah. yeah. Which, any idol, any, yeah. anything we put above God. Mm-hmm. And I asked you before, like, what are the hindrances? Well, the world, and we'll just say Satan is working very hard at getting us off this course. Distracted. Distracted sure. all day. Oh, so yeah. We will have mm-hmm. to fight and put the effort into, no, my eyes are set. My mind is set. Mm-hmm. My soul is set on God, who he mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I love that. I'm glad you went back and read that because I was going to reread it, especially that last line. She said, love prescribes an answer in a given situation as no mere rule can do. I've really kind of gone back and tried to chew on that. And I just feel like that paired with the scripture is such a great filter to put on the lens of so many situations in life. Um, so, and we all love it. have hard people to love in our oh. life. There's no, oh, yeah. whether we are what, and sometimes it, it's us. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> it's us. For, well, for sure. It's us at times, but I mean, whether it's in our marriage, know. kids with family, with friends, mm-hmm. and sometimes we just want to be free of that, but God's like right here. I want, I want you to love me mm-hmm. and I'm going to show you how easy it can be to love mm-hmm. hard people. Um, 
and how rewarding it can be to love. I was going to say, that's just such a good feeling too. Mm -hmm. What joy that would be to be able to do that and to know that it's from a place of authenticity Mm -hmm. and it's not hard. Yeah. And you don't have to work so dang hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a beautiful, what a beautiful goal. Mm-hmm. It's you possible. Only, it's yeah, possible. Can, it is. And you can only white knuckle so long. Right. I was telling this story last night to some friends of my girls were fighting all day and all day I was like responding pretty calm, you know, just trying to help them work through it. And it was just going on all day. And then all of a sudden I just lost, I took <laughs> a stool and threw it at the wall and put a huge hole in the wall. Like right when I picked the stool up and tossed it, I was like, why would I throw all that CrossFit <laughs> Like, and oh, put a no. huge hole in the wall. No. This is good. And right after it, like, put the hole in the wall, I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, kids, what you just saw is <laughs> not, that is what it looks like to give into <laughs> anger, into your flesh. But right. also, the point was, in that, all day, mm-hmm. instead of me pressing into the Lord and saying, you know, God, I need you so much to keep mm-hmm. going, to persevere, I was just white knuckling it, you know, like, trying mm-hmm. to be calm but I, I wasn't going to be able to do that. I wasn't going to be able right. to be off of God. It was going to have to be him who was going to step in. So we, you can only do it. You can only do those hard things so long before you break. And it's only right. God that's going to give us the, you know, the endurance, the perseverance, the love, the patience that we're going to need for that's a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. So for all of us that are continuing to be in hard relationships, loving hard times, let's remember this first love God, loving God is spending time with him. That's the Mm -hmm. most important thing. And in spending time with him, we will not be the same. Right. And in spending time with him, praying, talking, reading his word, it doesn't have to be um, hard. Yeah. Can we make it harder or seem harder than it has to be? That's right. I love it. Thanks for picking this one, Mayor. All right. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, um, we're gonna come back. Well, no, scratch that. <laughs> we will we will be back though. We will be back next week with you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with another one. And I know what it is, and it piggybacks so well with this one. Yes. So come back so we can yeah. kind of keep this vein of conversation going and between now and then continue to look for God. Mm-hmm. You're gonna find him. When you look, when you seek him, you're gonna find him. That's right. And that's our prayer for all of us. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye.